we're still getting houses under contract every day um, and other agents are as well that like I'm telling every single one of my clients, this is the best time to sell. From Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. All right, welcome to another edition of Stay Paid HQ, I'm calling it now. Luke? What is the HQ? Highly quarantined. Oh, highly quarantined. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I thought it was Stay Paid Quarantine, so Stay Paid HQ actually sounds better. Either. Stay Paid HQ is a little, it's a little, uh, it's a little better. It's a little more buzz, buzz, buzzwordy. Yeah. I like that. Catchy. I'm trying a new energy drink too for everybody who's been following my story on Monster Energy. Is that a V8 energy drink? A V8 sparkling <laughs> energy drink. Because Danny Morell's interview that we did, if you guys haven't listened to Danny Morell's, I think he was going to come through the screen and like kill me when he saw that I was drinking a Monster Energy drink. Now he probably would think the same about V8. But this says one combined serving of veggies and fruit, Josh. One combined serving. So I'm getting my- That's a whole serving. And that, this is the segue for you. We're going to give you some vegetables and fruit for your business today. We're going to give you your serving. Wait a minute. Before we do that, because that, that was a pretty good segue, but that I actually have a tie-in to that Danny Morell podcast. We want to give a special shout out, especially now during this time. We have had a state paid fan that's been following us for a long time comments on almost every one of our YouTube videos. So if you haven't checked us out on YouTube, head on over to- uh, youtube.com slash reminder media and you can find our state paid podcast playlist there but his name and i'm sorry i i'm not going to be able to do the last name i apologize you'll have to you'll have to send us in the last name but alicio i believe is how his first name is, is pronounced he is commenting on almost every one of our videos and a recent one he commented on the danny morell show so make sure you're checking out that interview with danny morell because it was really really powerful he said, what a riveting interview. For a moment there, I thought Danny was going to reach out through the screen screen, and grab that monster energy drink from Luke's hands. You have to create your work style or your lifestyle based on love or fear. The medical term we attribute what Danny went through is adverse childhood events. That determines your adult interactions. So the cool thing about Alicio is he has actually been an emergency room nurse for over 25 years. So I'm not sure if he's you know practicing right now, but we haven't heard from him. So Alicio, make sure to... Make sure to um, to let us know but we just want to do a special shout out to him and all of our other medical professionals out there on the front lines yeah. right now during this crisis making sure you know putting their own lives at risk um, to make sure that everybody has the care and is getting taken care mm -hmm. of during this crisis and especially a longtime listener and a fan of the podcast so thank you thank you alicia we really appreciate that and everything that you and, and yeah, your so colleagues are doing you. right now but we do have, we'll go back to the full servings of, of fruits and veggies. And we don't have a medical professional on, but maybe our food pyramid. with your business, triage your business. <laughs> this will be our third serving of Stephen Acree, Luke's whoop, brother. Whoop. So if you're following Luke, you, you are probably following Stephen as well. He started real estate. Um, he's out of Lynchburg, Virginia, of the Acree Brothers Realty Team. He began real estate about three years ago. 35 transactions in his first year, 78 transactions in his second year, and 100 in his third year. 
He's ranked top 1% of agents in Virginia. Steven, welcome back to the podcast. What is up, guys? <laughs> How you doing? It's great to have you on. Right. Steven, yeah. just so everybody was following the story, Steven doesn't listen to my advice anymore. <laughs> now coaching me. Said, Are you kidding me? Our relationship has is, is switched a full dynamic where it used to be I coached him. Now he coaches me. It's beautiful. <laughs> but um, hey, man, give an update on, because I know this year has been, you know, it's off to a great start. Things are shifting right now. But give an update yep. on where you are transaction-wise this year and how the, the first of the year has been going. And then let's dive into, obviously, what's happening with COVID-19. Yeah. Yeah, so we were booming this year. The beginning of this year has been the best that it's ever been. Obviously, the best market that we've ever been in in a long time. So right up to this point, we have about 57 uh, closed transactions in pending um, going on. And um, we're hoping to break the 200 mark this year. And I think we still can, even with, uh, with this market. We're hoping so. <laughs> There's a golden nugget in there, ladies and gentlemen. I think is the wrong way to <laughs> I know we He calls can. me every day and makes sure <laughs> I change that See, thing. You guys are getting a vibe for Stephen and I's relationship, right? You know, it's like, I think, <laughs> what do you mean? I think we still can. I know you can. Love, love and hate, love and hate. Dude, that is an actual real golden nugget, though, that I would love to hear your thoughts on, on this yeah. like, mindset during this time. Because I want to get into some tangible tips of what you're doing sure. and everything like that. But the mindset at this time, what's your feeling on the mindsets and what people yeah. should be thinking about? And I know you shared some stories yeah. about agents around your area and what you're yeah. seeing, but what should agents yeah. be doing? Well, I think honestly, the biggest thing for me, I think this will change um, a lot of real estate agents that aren't uh, educating themselves, aren't learning, and um, aren't true professionals in this business. Because it is funny to see even like the mindset of, you know, the agents that are doing well in a market like this, where you literally, you know, just have to reach out to your sphere. Um, and so it's super simple, but coming into a market in which you're going to actually have to provide value, substantial value with obviously the relationship. Um, I think it's going to teach people that they don't, they can't just be a real estate agent. They got to be the fiduciary um, agent. And they actually, you know, you guys were talking to Ricky Carruth, but you actually have to problem solve. You know what I mean? You actually have to look at each individual client and go, what is the best scenario for this client? Because without it, when, you know, clients possibly, and we haven't seen, you know, enough of a change yet, but possibly where you're going to have to help someone sell even when they're losing money. Um, that's a big deal. So you got to figure out, you know, how you're actually going to be providing uh, value in uh, times like this. What do you think the mindset of the uh, consumer is right now, or at least in yeah. your market? Obviously, every market's a little yeah. different. But what's the mindset of the consumer and what are you facing? Yeah. Now? Well, I, I will say as soon as, uh, which is actually really cool, but as soon as uh, this started going down, um, I have been getting a ridiculous amount of calls um, from my sphere which has been amazing. It's actually, it's been really cool to see just because it shows you that, you know, the follow-up, the consistency of the follow-up through the year actually pays off. When you hit some time like this, you have people that are even with other agents calling, like I have this one Facebook lady, it's so funny. She reached out to me and she was like, I'm so thankful that uh, you're helping me, you know, even though I'm with another agent. And she's been, she has uh, been reaching out to me, asking me market value for houses and all that good stuff. And I haven't swooped in and taken her. She is worth with another agent, but um, 
it's been cool to have people reaching out to me and actually asking me to tell them what's happening in this market. And the truth is, honestly, for, for us, I haven't seen enough of a change yet in the li uh, listing price. Like we're still getting houses under contract every day um, and other agents are as well. That like I'm telling every single one of my clients, this is the best time to sell mm -hmm. because we don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? In the next couple months, who knows? And if you're seeing really good prices right now and nothing's changed, why in the world would you be negative to your sellers and telling them, you know, bunker down, we're about to hit the worst market there is. I mean, I'm educating them and letting them know, you know, obviously what could come, but I'm telling them, get your house on the market as soon as possible. And I'm telling them it's obviously no incentive of mine. You know what I mean? I mean, um, I'm not forcing this to happen. It's not on my own agenda. I want the best for you. You need to list your house and get it sold for top market value because we could be seeing a change and no one knows what's going to happen. So. Dude, that is a great golden nugget of an opportunity to reach out to all of your past listing potentials, call it yeah. listing leads, past people you thought you could maybe get to sell, yeah. but never, you know, they were teetering on the yeah. fence and reach out to them because what you are saying is true. You know and understand the market right now. Right. And there's a couple, you know, maybe it's a month, maybe it's two months, no one knows. But there's an opportunity right now to capitalize on still what is a good market in real estate. And Absolutely. prices are still high. And I saw a stat, I don't know where it was from, but the equity that people are sitting on on their homes right now, yeah. it's like at an all-time high. Yeah. So taking advantage of that versus going into a bear market where the sure. shift happens and you lose maybe 5%, 10%, 15% of your home value. Yeah. And now you're forced to sell and you lose 15%. So a yeah. great action item for everybody is sure. call all of your past listing. Leads. But I, I will say as well, even with that, because, you know, we talk about having to go into a difficult market and have these scripts where people are going to be losing money. You know, it, they're not going to be getting as much for their houses and so forth. My biggest thing, like we're working with, I mean, we're putting seven listings on the market this week alone. And a lot of these people, like I have one right now that was an absentee owner they own their house outright. Like they don't, they don't care. They just want to get rid of the property. You know what I mean? And get $189,000. But if we had to tell them, Hey, unfortunately the market's taking a shift and we're going to have to reduce this price. It's, it's not going to hurt them. They still need that money. You know what I mean? And so I guess the nugget with that is people like, not everyone's going to be in a rough situation. There's still going to be people looking to sell in which you can provide substantial value to. So we always have this mindset, like going into it, like you got to tell people the truth and they're going to lose money. And you know what I mean? And you're super negative, but go into it with a positive. I'm coming here to make you the most money that you can possibly make on your house in this market. We don't decide the market. We're just here to provide value. So anyways, dude, I love that line. We don't decide the market. We're just here to provide value. So yeah. talk to me, I guess, then a little bit about what's changing. You have 57 pending or closed, sure. right? What's changing yeah. how you're having to show houses? Virginia is under lockdown, but real estate's essential. I yeah. remember you saying when I called you that day, I was like, hey, man, what are you going to do? And you're like, nothing, man. Real estate's an essential business. <laughs> essential, baby. And it's, I've, been, yeah. I've been telling my clients that forever. I'm essential yeah. to this economy. But the sure. important thing is, what is the change in how you're showing houses? Yeah. How, like, how is that dynamic happening? Any advice yeah. to these agents? 
Well, I think it's just being, we're, we are being a lot more safe, um, obviously, with our showing houses. So, and it is, it is a b- big fear, and rightfully so. Now, we're in a place where it's not as big of a, uh, a scare um, because we're not seeing, I think we've had only a couple cases um, in Lynchburg, and there's like, I don't know how many between Roanoke and Charlottesville, but there's not, not that many. Um, but we're just telling any one of our listings to keep all the lights on um, in the house. And then we'll just tell the buyers as they're going through, um, you know, not to turn off lights and, you know, touch as little as they possibly can. Um, and then I'm, when I'm going out, I'm putting on Germex all the time <laughs> and staying uh, six feet away. But yeah, we're doing all we can, but um, people still have to sell. People still uh, need a roof over their head in this what, time. What about, so. what about virtual? What, what are you doing virtual? Are you doing yeah. like, um, Instagram. Well, that is funny, actually. Yeah. yeah, we've done a lot. Yeah, we've done a lot more um, virtual this time. But I think the funny thing is we've always been doing virtual. And um, I don't know with other agents if it's the same way. But um, buyers never like virtual. You know what I mean? They want to go see the house, unfortunately, um, half the time, even though it's, you know, it's going to look <laughs> the same and we can walk through twice as fast. So we've never been able to break the virtual you know, barrier of going and uh, showing people the houses uh, with your iPhone and all that good stuff. You know, we do video walkthrough tours um, with our photographer um, and videographer, but um, now buyers are more, <laughs> more willing to do it only because of, you know, this virus that's going on. So maybe we'll see a change in the market um, coming up here by being able to, you know what I mean? Buyers saying, well, I am willing to buy a house based on, what you showed me from a video and stuff. So we're doing a lot of, we're going to be doing some live videos coming up, open houses and stuff. Um, but I'm doing right now, a bunch of stories, Instagram stories of, of walkthroughs. And we have been, we just got an Instagram person reach out to us today that um, because of the videos that we've been doing, um, that's putting their house up on the, I'm sorry, um, that's looking to buy and Kayla reached out to them uh, today. Oh man, that's awesome. Yep. Yeah, so it's even simple. So people who are listening, it's not like you're using some piece of software or something. You're literally using just Facebook Live, yeah. Instagram. Uh, yeah. so like, and the beautiful thing about it that I try to tell people all the time is that even if someone doesn't reach out to you and give you a lead, like you got right. Instagram, I think that's amazing that you got a right. lead on Instagram. It's still getting your activity in front of them so they see you're active. And there's this phase you almost go through with your friends and family in your sphere. Yeah. And Josh and I are experiencing this phase on the podcast where our yeah. own friends and family, because we have stayed consistent at it and keep producing content, <laughs> our friends, yeah. right, our own family are starting to take it seriously and actually yeah. starting to be like, Dude, they've been the ones that have seen us like get interested in things multiple times and not finish. <laughs> That's probably a new hobby is. every other week. Yeah. But it's amazing. You know, Josh, the journey it's like almost it's like at first you they don't take you seriously or they don't it doesn't really mean anything to them but as they see you keep posting again and again on your facebook for listings on your instagram your journey there are people watching and when they come into that pain point they're gonna think of you like that lady who's with another agent and i guarantee you she's of you because she's seen all the education that you're that, that's it yeah we're friends on on facebook which is cool so she's been you know following there and i just had i had set a force of my owner the same thing friends on facebook so she said i reached out to her she said she'd seen her stuff so and we're, we're friends on uh facebook which is kind of crazy um so i i set up an, an appointment with her 
But yeah, it is, uh, it is funny because what you said there, I think that's the golden nugget that I'm just learning in this business is it, instead of taking on a ton, a ton of different activities as far as lead gen goes, just do things consistently, like pick like three things that you're going to be doing consistently and you see it paying off three years down the road. It's like, <laughs> it's not instantaneous, obviously, but just like you said, I, I had my friends make fun of me, you know, the first year in my business <laughs> from video tours and stuff. And uh, now I'm getting people reach out to me and uh, ask me for advice. So it's pretty cool. How have you, how have you changed up your marketing right now? Or, or have you, have you, yeah. have you spent more? Cause you do a lot of Facebook, you do a yeah. lot of email marketing, your emails look beautiful. Like sure. what have you, Thank you done anything different or changed up your messaging? Um, for the most part we're doing, so we just started doing Facebook ads in which we're, um, we're actually trying to brand a little bit more in this market showing that, you know, we're still selling houses. So I've talked to, I talked to my broker. She's kind of doing the same thing. Actually both, it was funny. I, I called both my brokers when this went down and, uh, when they were shutting down the economy and both of them said it was hilarious. Both of them said they called each other and they cried because they didn't want to go through the same thing they went through in 2007 and 2008. And oh, it was funny watching them because they both did the same thing. They both cut expenses big time. Um, they ended up actually having to let some people go and they did it right away without even hesitating. And then they both started branding much bigger showing that, and they would post in it um, another success, even with COVID-19, you know what I mean? Something like that. Um, just sold this house. And then, it, you know, you just see them posting over and over again. So that's what we're doing with uh, the same thing with our emails. Just did it again. You know what I mean? Social media sold in this market. I told Kelly the other day, we're going to post and we should be doing this, you know, anyways, but just hit the market just under contract. Um, you know what I mean? Closed. And then, you know, the closing uh, picture with our clients. So I want people, I just want us to post on every single listing, showing people we're, you know, we're still in a good market. We're still doing it. And even if we hit a bad market, we're still there for you. You know what I mean? We're still, well, that stuff it. will, that stuff will cut through the noise right now. Yeah. You know, because other people aren't necessarily posting that. They're not thinking about that. Normally you might post that and it kind of gets lost amongst all the other yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, pictures yeah. of clients, but that's really cutting through the noise right now. Yeah. Well, and I don't, and I actually think like we talked about the consistency thing, if you just start doing it, you're probably not going to see results. Um, unfortunately right away, but that does not mean you shouldn't start right now. You know what I mean? So we've been branding heavy, like people know all, all our sphere knows us on social media and we get most of our business from our sphere from, you know what I mean? The Facebook, the Instagram, even LinkedIn, but, um, uh, people need to see the consistency. And if you do it for a year, two years, three years, you're going to start to see, um, some major results. Yep. No, so I, what does the, Oh, go ahead, Luke. Well, no, I was just going to say, I agree. It's just spreading faith over fear. That's what yep. it is. It's showing people there's action, there's activity there, there's positivity. It's yeah. beautiful because a listing now is not just a business activity. It's actually a positive message. It's like a success. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like if a store has a success story, it's a positive. It's like, you know, we're still hiring people. That's not just a, what we're hiring people as a business. That's a, yeah. the world's still turning. Don't give up. And that's a powerful And that's message. good. Relationships are the key to success. Right now, everyone in your database knows three to five people who need what you sell. So how do you get those valuable referrals? By connecting consistently and meaningfully. 
American Lifestyle Magazine is a high-quality, 48-page publication branded to you and full of amazing content your recipients will love. It helps you stay connected with your clients and sphere, keeping you top of mind for referrals. Want to see how it works? Get your free sample of American Lifestyle Magazine at ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidSample. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidSample. So what does your day-to-day look like, right? I mean, I know you've, you've talked a little bit about how a lot of it's, there's still some business as usual type activity, Dude, but we... are you hitting the phones? <laughs> like what's going on? Well, it's funny because this actually, this might've been, this sounds terrible, but it might've been the best thing that could have happened for our business because as soon as this went down and I called my brokers and I, and I heard that from them and their experience, we cut a ton of expenses, a ton of stupid stuff that we were paying for. Um, we set up standards of you have to make 20 calls every day, even though we, you know, we were already doing it for the most part. Um, it just wasn't a consistent standard. And so we set standards, you have to make 20 calls a day, add you know, five contacts to command, um, touch base with your sphere, you know, talk to them and see if they need anything. So for me, it's literally just been coming in and doing the same things I've been doing, but setting up the standards for the team. You know what I mean? This has to happen um, over and over again. And for us, luckily, it's been easier because I have a bunch of people reaching out to me going, what should I do um, right now? And so it's been just absolutely fantastic. Um, I've loved having that. Um, but people can do the same exact thing, touch and base with their sphere and see if they need anything. Because the truth is, honestly, if you've lost your job, you can still um, pull equity out of your home. You know what I mean? Um, you can still sell your home and make money so that you don't have to you know, go broke. Um, there's just plenty of ways you can problem solve to actually provide value in this market. We can give, you know, our resources because we're doing well right now and pay for someone to have groceries. There's so much you can do for your sphere that it literally just means you just need to reach out to them. You know what I mean? You just need to touch base with them and ask them. So what are some examples of those? You said those stupid expenses. What are some examples? Yeah. (laughs) Well, Luke actually said a couple things that I'm paying for right now. I'm paying for three Gmail accounts, which is stupid. (laughs) Um, And I went and cut those. Um, We cut Zillow. um, And actually, we just cut it in half because Zillow doesn't want you to leave right now because almost everyone is leaving. (laughs) Uh, But we actually, the only reason I did that, honestly, we were doubling um, our income on Zillow, our return. But uh, I knew they were were cutting uh, the percentage kind of thing. So we just called them up. So we cut that in half. Um, I uh, went out and I completely got a new uh, business card. So I'm sure there will be some other expenses uh, coming up when they email me saying your payment didn't go through. Uh, so, uh, that was the first thing I did. I took cash out of the bank, uh, went and got a new card and um, just am setting up things as they go and uh, making sure we're, we're way more profitable than we were uh, before. Now, yeah, did you exactly. cut back on the coffee? Are you still drinking? Yeah. <laughs> this is my fourth cup for the day, if not. Oh, uh, yeah, but it's not Starbucks. So at least yeah. It's not Starbucks. <laughs> that was a big that he held up. Just cream and sugar, yeah. <laughs> I tell agents this. I tell any business this. Is there are a lot of expenses you can cut, non-essential expenses, like coffee, yeah. like yeah. not doing, not buying that outfit you were going to buy, all those yeah. things. Um, and this is not to discourage anybody. You don't want to live in a mindset of fear, but you can sure. you can wisdom and what you purchase and what you don't purchase right sure and there's a lot of non-essentials and then it's like what you said you double down on yeah. your sphere what i loved and what you just said though 
as a golden nugget is you see that the, the time you make changes in your life is when you're faced with pain. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. a lot of times pain is used as that pendulum almost, that swing for you that makes you realize, man, I got to do things differently. And this COVID-19 and everything people are going through, like this is your moment to use this as a redefining moment in your life and in your business and use the pain as, hey, I have to be disciplined. And if you have a team like you, one of the things you always struggle with with team and motivation is yeah. people showing up every day and you having to be the hard ass for lack of a better way of saying it and yeah. having to set clear. Now you have a perfect reason to tell all your team, hey, look, this is what it is. And it's not just me. This is what we have to do. We should have been doing it anyways. And it's exactly. a perfect way to start shifting your whole mentality. And then yeah. the hope would be you never go back. Exactly. Don't put it down that you do now. You never go back. You never go back to non-essential wasted stuff, spending your yep. money you know, frivolously. You never go back to not making those calls. You never go back to not showing up every day like today's going to be maybe your last if you don't deliver. Because yep. if you can live in that mentality, in that space, you're going to win. And that's where I think top producers live. And I'm talking about like the highest performers in the whole world. They live in a space that, that it's like, this is it. I'm always going to live. Like Gary Vee always says, I'm always going to live like this is my last day. Like this yeah. is my last day. I think Steve Jobs said that at one point too. So if you can live in that mentality, that's the key. Dude, but I we're so that. weak, man. People are so <laughs> Yeah, it is true. And this, this could be good for us because of that, uh, that reason. Just being undisciplined. And then, you know, if you're not doing those activities, if you're not doing the right activities, you're never going to be able to service your clients in the way that you should. If, you have, if you're paying for way too many platforms that you're not, you're underutilizing, they don't provide the value, you lose the money, you, because of that, you lose the motivation, then you don't go out and you're not able to sell homes. You know what I mean? So it's like everything that you do should be wrapped around profit um, so that you can give back to, to your people. I love that. Now, Cher, I know you had reached out. Um, I had um, um, been posting and sharing with people that you need to be reaching out to your sphere. Yeah. And you ended up actually picking up a buyer off of that. Share that. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, that was like right when it went down too, because it was a weird scenario. He just popped into my mind. It was someone we talked to probably um, a year ago and we should have been in touch with him a little bit more. He had forgotten my face. He just remembered that uh, I had reached out to him. But um, I basically just texted him. This is a you know, million dollar uh, buyer. He owns a lot of the sweet frogs um, up the East Coast. Um, and anyways, I just texted him. I was like, dude, interest rates are so low. I just saw this property drop, you know, $100,000. It's tax assessed at a million something. And we're down to 900000 uh, I think it was like eight ninety nine or something like that. Um, and <laughs> I wasn't expecting a response. I was just like, I know this is what I need to do. And he just texted me back right away. He's like, I'd like to see that one. <laughs> so, um, so we went out and, uh, he actually ended up, it was cool. He's a really cool, um, Christian guy and ended up ministering to me, um, a little bit as well. And we just struck up a good relationship. So we're out and about, uh, looking at, uh, properties. So six, six feet apart though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did he bring you Amen. sweet frog? Yeah, he did not quite bring me sweet frog. No, so. no one knows what sweet frog is. It's like, isn't it like a uh, ice cream, but it's yogurt based or whatever? Yeah, it's a yogurt. Uh, uh, what do you? I don't even know what you call that, but yeah, ice cream yogurt yeah. shop. Yeah, it is. Uh, no, that's awesome, man. That, that it's called Kroger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
but I, you know, even, even other people, man, I had uh, another investor reach out to me um, saying he wanted to sell his properties because he was expecting to go into, you know, a worse market. Um, uh, what was the other one? We got one yesterday from the guy that does our roofs, called me up, said he wanted to sell his investment property. You know, so it's just like the things that you do with your sphere and you, you're building the trust and the relationship, they come to fruition, you know what I mean? In times like this where people need value. And so just make sure that you're, you're doing that. I mean, you're reaching out to them and, and caring about them and it isn't about the transaction. You don't need the transaction. If you just remember that you don't need it right away, just call them and see how you can provide value and it's going to a hundred percent pay off. It just always wow, does. Yeah. I love what you said with the, with that, with that uh, buyer lead. You said, I, I yeah. didn't expect anything from it, but I knew it was the right thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> you just do it. Yeah, so many of us are like, well, I'm not going to get anything from it anyway. I'm not going to do yep. it. So, yep. Well, yep. you'll see the hardest part for agents right now is they're going to listen to this and they're going to hear what you're saying. They're going to see, oh man, he has 5,700 contract. I got to start doing this. And they're going to start and then they're not going to get anything from it. And what's going to happen is, is they're going to think in their minds, it doesn't work. Yeah. But what they're not realizing is, well, it doesn't work right now for you because you didn't start three years ago like you did. Yeah. Right. And so meaning like it, it's in the next time around, it's in, it's in a year from now that you're going to see right. the fruits of your labor. Right. And, and that's on a big scale though, too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you will see fruition right away. If you make the substantial calls to your sphere, I mean, you're going to see fruition right away, but the big fruition comes when everything, the wheel just starts turning, you know what I mean? And then it starts turning on its own. You know what I mean? Then you have yeah, leads coming in. Better it's way like, to put it. You see, fruition but the work you have to put in for the return is gonna feel miserable yeah gonna, yeah i'm working you know so hard calling so many people and i'm only getting one person or whatever it is right but in the end where you're ending up going is you're going to end up going to a place where eventually that pinwheel will turn itself that sure. pinwheel will be you've reached so many people you've touched so many people that at the end of the day people will start coming to you and that's what everybody that. wants everybody wants people to come to yeah. you so, that's that's right, that's Ricky Cruz message. I love that message, by the way. Like I love that message because I mean that's all that he does. He literally just he sends information to his sphere, obviously, but he's just he just calls every day. I think he said on you guys' podcast he does like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or something like that. Yeah, he would say um, he was eight hours a day every day. He couldn't even film his YouTube videos like he normally does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Well, you know what's interesting and a good point about Ricky Carruth, if you guys aren't following him, it's at Ricky Carruth. But the good thing that I mentioned to Josh and our social media team is that guy has like 200 some thousand followers now. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he has skyrocketed past some major leaders in the industry and followers. And, and what I noticed from that, if you're looking to grow your following, and, and this is something we were trying to take from heart and learn ourselves at Reminder Media and Stay Paid and everything we're doing is, He's able to grow his following so much because he had, he's not trying to gain anything. Boom. So what that like yes. he has nothing to lose, and he's not trying to gain. And it what, so what that allows him to do is be so free. He shares whatever he wants. He says whatever he wants to the people. What he truly believes. And there are so many people that dig that because it's the real him. Yeah. And so many of us get trapped, ourselves included, like at Reminder Media. And what we do is like we have to be careful because we have listeners that are clients of ours and we don't want to offend somebody. Or, you know, and it's just you get trapped in that mentality yep. that you end up not winning. And in the end, if you just let it go 
and just be like, this is what I truly believe. Dude, that's the same thing. That's why Grant Cardone and uh, Donald Trump, that's why they made it, man, because they literally believed what they believed, and then they went for it. And you can respect that. <laughs> and honestly, yeah, that's why, honestly, I think that's why we're doing so much better even like, I mean, we're in an awesome market. So I attribute a lot of it to that. And I think we'll see a lot of changes with our team, but it's like literally because we have commissions coming in and we don't need the instantaneous money, it changes your mindset of calling people. You literally are not calling for the transaction. And I think people just feel that every time. They know it when you're talking to them. And you can hear it too. I didn't realize this until I started um, doing some scripts with Noah because he's making phone calls. He's our inside sales rep. But um, I realized when he called, I would hear this little tonality on the other side from the clients that he was calling where they would be negative from his phone call, like everyone is. No one wants to be called when they don't know who you are. And then I would hear him take that negativity and transfer it to like, I shouldn't be calling you. You know what I mean? Mm. And the difference in the response to people um, they have to me and to him in that time was literally the fact that I was like, I know I should be calling you. You know what I mean? Mm. I know I should be calling you and I sincerely am checking to see how you're doing and what I can do to serve you. Dude, you know what I mean? So good, man. And it that's just it. changes everything. Yep. Drop the mic. Mic drop. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, it. All right, Steven, man. Thank you so much for being here again, giving us an update, sharing really what's going on in your business. You've been very transparent with us. Thanks, very guys. transparent on the podcast every time we have you on. Not like you can help it. Luke's going to tell anyone ever, <laughs> everything anyway. Amen. But uh, <laughs> we really do appreciate you coming on. Before we close you. out, let people know how they can find you and get in touch with you. Yeah. Um, so look us up on Instagram and Facebook, Acre Brothers Realty. Uh, it's actually Acre Brothers Realty team. And I think Instagram, the handle is just Acre Brothers. Um, and we'll be changing that later on. And then if you have questions, I'd love to respond via email. I'm not very good at it. So I'd rather call you um, or have you call me. And so if you shoot me an email, it's Stephen at AcreBrothersRealty.com. And uh, if you want to text me, call me. Number is 434-607-2976. Awesome, man. Thanks again so much for coming on. And thank you all for listening to dive deeper into this episode. Get those links that Stephen mentioned and see the video. You can head on over to staypaidpodcast.com as well as the show notes for this episode. If you're listening on a smartphone on iTunes, you just have to swipe up to get the show notes on some of the other apps. You kind of have to tap to get the show notes for the uh, tap on the cover art to get the show notes. If you want to support the show, and I know you do, I know you're sitting there. You woke up this morning thinking, man, how can I show my support like Alicio for Stay Paid Podcast? Head on over to iTunes, give us a five-star rating and leave a comment. And the best way is to tell a friend about the podcast, share it on your social media. Right now, people are starving for content, new things, doing personal development. If you come out on the other end of this and you haven't learned a new skill, you haven't learned, you haven't uh, picked, gotten yourself educated, or you haven't progressed your business in a positive way, um, then it, 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 we really Shame missed a huge opportunity you. here. Shame on you. <laughs> if you want to get a hold Amen. of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com and we are at Stay Paid Podcast on Instagram. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke A. Green. Your action item really, I think, is almost twofold in a way. One is the obvious that we are hammering home every chance we get, which is get yourself on the phone with your sphere, with the people in your database, let them know you care about them, 
then educate them on what's going on in the market, what are their opportunities, provide value to them. Last but not least, then you can go in for the close. So you have to do that. But I think an even better action item is your standards. Use this time to double down on your standards. What are you holding yourself accountable to? That's the big shift that's happening in Steven's business, if you listen. The big shift is we don't have a choice. And so all this wasted opportunity and how we were spending our money, the wasted opportunity and how we were spending our time, meaning we weren't as efficient as we should be, and maybe it was our laziness, whatever it was that held us back from taking action, we're using COVID-19 as the push to revitalize and re-put our standards of this is who we're gonna be as a team, as an organization, as a person. You need to check your standards. Who are you going to be? You just heard Josh talk about using this time to sharpen yourself, to sharpen that saw and self-development. That's a standard. A standard would be I'm not going to come out of COVID-19 without learning a new, new skill or something like that. Change your standards and you'll change your life. You'll change your results. Remember, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every single industry is top producers take action. So take action on that today.